Hi, welcome back to the show. If you enjoy this podcast, make sure you subscribe, tell your friends, and leave us a review on Apple Podcasts or Spotify. All of that helps us get discovered and share media literacy in video games for everyone. Thanks so much. Let's get into the episode. More disruption at Unity Software turns out they're not as united as we thought. Welcome back to the Dead Drop, your secure delivery of video game news for Tuesday, the 10th of October, 2023. CEO of Unity Software, John Ricciatiello, is retiring from his position at the company following the backlash to the new pricing structure for game developers last month. He is quoted as being proud of his nine years with Unity and the impact he had on the company, and yet it was his leadership that fell under scrutiny after the announcements of the pricing change. For the uninitiated, the new model would be a payment per install model for games with the engine, which would create costs for developers for new games and existing ones. The tracking and action of charging for this sounded insane, especially as pirated games would count towards these costs. Unity has since changed the policy, though it doesn't seem to be any great impact. In interviews with Game2, an outlet from Germany, former Daedalic staff have implied that the developer for the recent Gollum game wrote their apology to fans with AI. Daedalic had apologized to fans for the disappointing addition to the franchise, pledging to do better in coming months. Sources have said that the apology was made using ChatGPT and that it was handled by the publisher. Daedalic had no oversight on the apology at all. This information has yet to be confirmed. There are also reports of crunch, lack of funds, and lack of expertise as reasons for the underwhelming game. GamesIndustry.biz reports that Farhan Noor, a technical artist in games, has been tracking layoffs this year, and it's a staggeringly large number. With over 6,000 jobs lost in the industry so far, and September the worst month with 17 companies losing staff, the economic environment is stated primarily, but all reasons revolve around money. Unionization in the games industry has been a top subject for years, and the job security for devs has never been so important. If you want to check out the details, the link to videogamelayoffs.com is available in the show notes. In similar news, the Polish Game Dev Workers Union has been established after three rounds of layoffs in CD Projekt Red over the summer period. Founded by Lev Key and Paul Mishka, who are still working with CDPR, it's set to represent all game devs in Poland and is a sign of progression in the industry for Polish developers. In other news, word on the grapevine is that Microsoft is looking to lock up the Activision Blizzard acquisition as early as Friday, October the 13th. That's this week. Merger approval has come from most areas as a result of litigation, discussion, and obstacles. The last of these hurdles is the UK Competition and Markets Authority, which has provisionally approved the merger. Everything from cloud gaming monopolies to Call of Duty limitations have been thrown at this, and even the FTC was denied a block of the sale. For more details on the story so far, check for the link in the show notes. In what feels like deja vu, Telltale Games has laid off members of its dev teams in early September, according to GamesIndustry.biz. The studio has confirmed the layoffs, explained their thanks for staff contributions so far, and that the games are still in development. Another symptom of the games industry, these layoffs come despite pushing back releases to avoid crunch and burnout, one must wonder if they have cut off their nose to spite their face. And now moving from the industry to the games, the list of PS Plus Extra and Premium games have leaked early for the coming month. 
If you have the higher tier subscriptions on PlayStation, you'll get access to Gotham Knights, House of Ashes in the Dark Pictures Anthology, Disco Elysium, Elite Dangerous, Alien Isolation, and Gungrave Gore, among others. The announcement for these games is set to take place on October 11th. Lies of P has just been released, and the developer NeoWiz has already leaked the plans for a DLC in development. The leak was through a Korean job board post looking for another staff member to assist with development. I've been playing through Lies of P myself, and it's a very engaging and fun Souls-like. If you've been looking for another Bloodborne, or a less Soulsly, innovative game, then I'd recommend it highly. And we missed the hubbub around the contentious release of Redfall on the Dead Drop, but Bethesda has come out with some patches to fix issues with the game that was present on release. Primarily, we've got 60 FPS, or frames per second, performance mode for Xbox Series X and S, and accessibility improvements. There's also new combat mechanics coming, with stealth takedowns and some controller settings on its way as well. Redfall initially came out to a Metacritic score of 56 on Xbox and 53 on PC only in May of this year. And lastly, the One House Bakery in San Francisco has seen fit to create a statue of a clicker from the Last of Us game series, but it's made entirely out of bread. The statue is affectionately known as Fun Gus and took 400 hours to create after the bakers developed an affinity for the show through Pedro Pascal's Joel. I guess the yeast theory from the first few eps was taken just a little bit too seriously. And that's all I've got for you today, the 10th of October 2023. Thanks so much for sticking around with the Dead Drop Game News podcast. If you've got a games podcast and would like it featured on this show, send an email to deaddroppod at gmail.com. Otherwise, I'll see you in the next episode.